What up, y'all? My name is DJ Spinner. Top boy in the building, and you hanging with my girl, Shalaho Alpha. Yo, what's the deal? It's Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. What's your homeboy T Pain right here? Hey, yo, this is Sean Party Girls and Mobile Rob. Telling y'all, make sure you tune into How Far. Oh, girl, we're our hosts. Sheila O, oh, baby. Oh, we love you. Whoa. Can't wait to see you. Sheila O, oh. that's where White Clevjean feels home. Lord knows. Hey, Sheila, what's good? Checking in, it's your girl Sheila O. How far? What's up? What going? How you all doing? Hope you all keeping safe. My guest today is known for his gutsy general blending mixes and strong visual aesthetics. He has branded his signature style the cap, which stands for Crazy Ass Party. He's an internationally known DJ and producer, also known as Top Boy. Spinall had numerous mixtapes and collaborations to his name by the time he released his star-studded 2015 debut album, My Story. While bolstering his credits by producing hits for Kids Daniels, Wizkid, Mayo Koo, Burner Boy, David O, just to name a few. His style of mixing electronic house music, R&B, hip-hop, and Afrobeat branded him a global ambassador in the Afrobeat genre. DJ Spinner, how far? The Afrozone Show, and this is How Far. How Far now, what's up, Wobwan? How you all doing? Hope you all keeping safe. Hope you all social distancing. You already know what this show is about. On this show, we go one-on-one -on -one with musical geniuses, entrepreneurs, forward thinkers, positive people, the powers that be. As long as you're hot, you know Afrozones is chopping it up with you. This is where we break superstars. We introduce them, and we introduce them over and over again. All right? My special guest today, because you all know I'm still in Lagos, Nigeria, is the one and only superstar DJ Spinner, aka the cap, aka top top boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, that was a wonderful intro. Yeah. Well, that's what you are now. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, man. You're welcome. It's good to see you. It's been a minute. It's just been um, it's it's been forever seeing you, but I'm so glad. Like I always turn on the radio. Who am I listening to? I'm listening to you. But let's go back to the roots, yeah. Mm. Let's just jump into your crazy as successful story okay <laughs> that stemmed I saw you from <laughs> your crazy ass parties all right Thank you. because people see you and they think oh he's just a talented dj they don't know that you've been rocking it for many years putting those very popular parties together and now that brand is the power name behind your label and sure. your management company so how were how were the parties then back in the days thank you uh first and foremost i feel like a lot of people do not understand how we come about our names True. and people don't think behind the names so you saying that now wants me to explain like yes. a lot of people don't understand what the cap means the cap yeah. is a crazy ass party which is the cap right. which is also how we con out the name for the record label mm -hmm. the cap music so thank you again <laughs> you're, you're welcome <laughs> uh parties back then were fun mm -hmm. uh, no lies parties back then were nothing but beautiful you know people were coming to parties back in the days regardless of whatever they have in their pockets mm -hmm. you know it was more of good vibes and people you know just want to dance you know so this was don't dance but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> but way. you know a few things has also changed from the you know from the past technology has changed 
Uh, the time people had at their disposal also has changed. You know, so many factors. But I would say that today's parties are the like futuristic stuff. Those are yeah. the things we're doing today. Mm -hmm. uh, the last party of your dreams we had in London was the first of its kind from an Afrobeat DJ it's in Africa. Mm. And we sold out SOYO in London. It was my first That's headline, sh headline um, show as, as well in London. Mm -hmm. So um, the parties we're doing now, mm -hmm. it's like next level, you know, we're, we're bringing that old EDM energy, the Abifa so, energy, like yeah. we're not Cancun doing energy. Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> we're not doing anything basic anymore. Yeah. So big shout out to my team. Of course, I have mm -hmm. a team of strong, talented individuals behind me. And uh, together we've been able to always forge ahead in whatever obstacles that might come our way. Beautiful. So we have the cap, which we now know obviously what it stands for. Yes, sir. And then top boy. We want to know how that came about. Is that your producer name or how did that origin? I think so, you introduced that in 2014. Yeah, I introduced. Yeah, I, I introduced uh, the cap first, first because of you know how I dress. Yes. And I think <laughs> Top Boy is my alter ego, which is actually the guy with the brand, the lifestyle. You know, it's the me. It's like the old. You know, you know all the shenanigans. Whole package together. <laughs> <laughs> the whole package together. On a serious note, um, Top Boy, because I mean, contrary to people's opinion, that Top Boy are big man, you know. Now, Top Boy is basically anybody who is moving against the tides, regardless of whatever issues they're facing. Right. Top Boy, uh, for someone who knows me very well, my whole career and game has always been about being dedicated i don't scheme i serve i always serve i've served so many talents i'm serving i'm learning look that's a top boy it's anybody who just wants to take it to the next level who also want to break careers and barriers and you know yeah so anybody you don't have to be rich to be a top boy but you have to be rich here you know smart you know so mm -hmm. top boy is anybody who is trying to you know take themselves from where they are to the next level regardless of class race or whatever I believe there are a lot of top boys out there too. So. Okay, but you're the main top boy though, okay? Let's keep, it, let's keep it moving. 2014, you had your first collaboration with Burner Boy. Yes, sir. All right? Yes, ma'am. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's okay. Yes, ma'am. The first, ma the first one with Burner Boy. Yes. That's a beautiful song. Boy. Beautiful song. Amazing you know, song. It opened up the doors. Oh you didn't God. stop right there. You started messing with all the other OGs. You had songs with David O. You yes, had songs with T with Savage. Your boy one day called who you who you were a DJ for as I know, well. I know. You know, so you just started building and building, okay? Most DJs would just be satisfied just doing the mixtapes, mm. but you've transformed into an A-list artist. Was that always Thank the plan? You. Yes, it's always been the plan. DJing was just the starting point to the bigger picture. Right. I truly love music. Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't have pretended that I love music for this long. Yeah. I truly love music. I don't treat music from the point of view of a, just a DJ. Mm -hmm. I think of music from the point of view of a DJ, a producer, an artist, a fan, a big man. Mm -hmm. Like from the whole holistic picture of the world. So my opinion, I feel like making music is just one of my many talents that people are just, you know, probably starting to see. And the plan is to, you know, grow from everything we do. How do you feel when people refer to you as the Khalid of Africa? Do you take offense to it? Or is it something that um, you say, well, okay, yeah. do, do, do you own it? Or do you think, well, I'm, I'm bigger, you know I mean? <laughs> how do you feel? Because that's, that's how people refer to you. Yeah, 
Um, that's a compliment. Let's be, let's not get gassed. <laughs> <laughs> that's a compliment. DJ Khaled is a very respectable name in yes, the business. Is. He's done it all. Like he's paved way for so many DJs around the world. It's not the first to do it, but he's doing it in a special way, and it needs to be commended. Of course, it's a compliment when I hear that people think of me of, of the Khaled of Africa, mm -hmm. um, but I prefer them, you know, say it's the spin the of Africa, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, shout out to the OG. Shout out to you. He's his family, Khaled. so shout out to yeah, you, Khaled. Yeah, yeah. Khaled is know. true love. It's, it's the definition of, you know, someone who genuinely loves love. And I think yes. I have a lot of some of his personalities as well, because, you know, half of the time we get swayed away with so many things that are not important as mm -hmm. much as love itself. Yeah. So a big shout out also to the talents that are working with me in Africa. Making music in this part of the world is very tedious, it's yep. difficult. Mm -hmm. It takes only a certain few amount of people to be able to do something that the whole world would notice. Like right. It's so hard because the structure here doesn't exist, as you know. Mm -hmm. But um, big shout out to everybody who is working with me, the talents I'm working with, from the artists to the companies, to their managers, to their team. Mm -hmm. Look, shout out to you guys and shout out to my team as well. How do you manage financial compensations here in Africa? I mean, AfroZones is the only Afrobeat show that's nationally syndicated. If I play your tune, you get paid. And it's not Ms. Nelson yeah. because we're on major mainstream stations. Mm. Do you have that kind of platform here in Nigeria or is it something that is being worked on? I think it's currently being worked on in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been very bad in the past. Some so, of, I hear. so many legends didn't get no royalties from the music Sad. they made till they died but i think a few organizations are coming together to work on something out but also my advice to talent is to look beyond here when That's they're right. making music um nigeria is just one country out mm -hmm. of so many countries in the world mm -hmm. so um look beyond what you can see music travels far itself you know we're, we're hoping that the government will sit up and get this Pay right. attention to it right mm -hmm. okay let's talk about the grace man G-R-A-C-E. So, Grace, you tell us, because I'm all about definition, because I yeah. believe that for someone to know you, for you to know me, yeah. I got to define myself to you. Yeah. So, the name Grace, why the name Grace? Grace on so many levels. Grace because my whole career has been nothing but grace. The grace of God, yeah. Um, I'm not going to come out here and act like I did it all by myself. Mm -hmm. Grace also because it's my 51. Uh, G-R-A-C-E. That's the fifth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the album dropped at a very special year, 2020. Yes. I had a baby that year as well. Beautiful, beautiful. So, um, being from the, I lost some very important people to me too that same year. So it's all been a lot of emotions, different roller coaster of events has happened, and um, it's all it's all been grace. So Beautiful. I'm grateful, and um, I'm just happy to be here. Okay, the first, I mean, I, I'm not sure if it's the first single, but I know the yeah. first track that we've heard that's doing yeah. good numbers on Spotify yeah. is "This Love." This yeah. love is blown over seven million and yeah. counting. On Spotify, okay, it just keeps going. Oh, I'm coming there. Every time <laughs> next is also a seven-digit number yeah. that's also spinning real hard. That's mm -hmm. when you had with Cranium as well. Yes. There's also a difference in tempo with both songs, okay? Yep. All right? And the the one with Cranium, every time, is mm -hmm. more slow. Mm -hmm. That's a new vibe coming out of the Afro beats. Was that intentional for you? Yes, very intentional. Yeah? Okay, so <laughs> very tell us more about it. If you look back into my discography, you discover that a lot of the records that we've put out, we've never... They never sound alike. Yep. And that is very intentional. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to make the same music that I make yesterday. Mm -hmm. 
So over the years, you know, people know me with the upbeat tempos. Mm -hmm. We changed that with the music. And people love the mid tempo, like Oima, mm. you know, like your DJ, you know. So uh, then we switch things up a bit with Baba, Nowo, mm -hmm. then, you know, give yep, people yep, something, yep, you know. Yep. So it was all planned, and I'm glad that people love the music. Uh, half of the time, it's so hard to make those decisions as well. Yep. Because um, making music, you can easily make a hit from experience, you know. But mm -hmm. every time an artist tries to push themselves into doing more, that's just special. And I think it's good to see people receive also it. receiving well. Yes. Especially, you know, when making the record like every time featuring Cranium, that's yeah. such a hard record to make. Yes. Dope though. Very hard Fire. record to make. <laughs> Fire though. Uh, we recorded that in London. Mm. Um, I wrote the song as well. I produced the song. And Cranium did justice. Um, Cranium is someone who makes music like effortlessly. Yes. It's so talented. It's talented like it's easy. Yes. It's on that one day cold vibe, on that mm -hmm. whiskey vibe, you know, on, Chill. on them Bona de Vido, yeah. you know. It's talented like that. Like mm -hmm. it's, you know, and to have an artist who can also understand the direction of the music I'm trying to. Mm -hmm. make that's yeah. a blessing because yeah. half of the time the connection right yeah a few talents do not understand what i'm doing yeah. and where i'm going with this mm -hmm. so when you find somebody that does it's always very special and it was easy working with him as well um i remember that um it was supposed to be at a session for just two hours yeah it stayed longer and we recorded a few other amazing records that will be housing that's real so, good and we've had him on the how far show you know he was a guest and he also spoke Gregor. fondly of you as well oh great guy and he said he talked about your working ethics as well so Gregor. he's really a great guy but making an album is no joke Spino, you know you know that it's blood sweat and tears it's you know not. you must have made a ton of sacrifices oh my god you know? not even during COVID. i want i want people <laughs> i want and again making it during covid mm -hmm. come on now you know what i mean like it's crazy yes so I, I i would like you to share even just one or two of your sacrifices because i don't want people just looking at you and i'll blink that like you know like this <laughs> You know, he, he joked, you no. know, <laughs> as what they say here, oh I mean, that's about the slang. But I need them oh, to know please. the sacrifices. If yeah. it's something you want to share for whoever's watching you to know, like, yo, you're not alone. Like, share one of your sacrifices with us. I think one of them I will say is just constantly knowing I've always prepared myself for the worst. Right. In as much as I hope for the best, I don't want when, you know, when hustles come and you know challenges come mm -hmm. then you're not doing your shit no more like you must see beyond where you are right now a lot of people are seeing just today like i'm done with today i'm i'm done this year <laughs> with my project i'm i'm making music for 2024 right that's now. what's up we've had so many <laughs> we've done features we like so my advice to anybody out there is don't just always think of right now mm -hmm. It's gonna be five years. It's gonna be more. Like make, you know, long-term plans. Mm -hmm. So uh, long-term plans also will save you from current day hazards because mm -hmm. you've moved past current day. So when they happen, they're like jump and pass. Yes, <laughs> yes. So um, my other advice is just never fail to pull God first. That's right. Never fail to pull God first because I feel like no pastor, no saints. But he comes hey, first, though. God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does. He does it all. Oh my God. <laughs>
Layla, it's your girl, Aisha Lee. I just want to start off by saying thank you, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show today. It is such an honor to share the same mic or just to be in a room with you. So thank you, Sheila. Um, I am a clinical massage therapist from Chicago. I am the owner of my own massage business, mobile massage business, Hands On Deck Spa Chicago. Sheila, I have a question for you. With you being an African-American female in this entertainment industry, what are some of the challenges that you faced in this industry? And how did you overcome those challenges? People like myself that's coming up in this industry would like to know, um, how did you overcome those challenges? How did you handle them? And what were some of those challenges? Thank you, Sheila. Hi, Aisha. How far? How far now? How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Let me first start by actually listing two challenges that I'm having to deal with on a daily basis and still trying to overcome. First one is trying to break Afrobeat into mainstream US radio. You know, being the first Afrobeat show, Afrozones, that's also nationally syndicated, has been a blessing, but there's more to be done. We're only in seven markets right now, and we need to be in 50. <laughs> so having to convince the uh, program, dire program directors of most of these mainstream radio stations that listen, Afrobeat is the future, Afrobeat is the thing, has not been easy. God, it's been enough decks being written, enough pitches, enough presentation and stuff, laying them see the growth, the fact that we're getting nominations with the Grammys, a lot of the Af uh, categories now, music categories now have a best African act, or even when you have a best world music act, is actually dominated by the Afrobeat artist, you know, so um, that's something that's still ongoing, and I'm still pushing, but what I'm doing is, I'm just being consistent, I'm not giving up, because I believe in the movement, and I want to be at the very peak when the bubble busts, because it would bust, okay, imagine how, remember how hip-hop started, you know, so that's going to be the story for Afrobeat beats as well another challenge i'm also dealing with personally is being that my background is that of a booking agent i've always been in the background of everything making things happen it's all about you know setting the plot for me like a game of chess for me now i'm having to be in the forefront of things trying to get pictures with celebrities trying to get interviews with celebrities things that i never really had to do as a booking agent it was what i did for the promoter you, know, you want a picture yeah thanks for bringing us to the country now i'm having to wear that hat and sometimes i forget sometimes i'm so busy being a booking agent i forget i have to be you know a celebrity as well or an artist as well or you know it's hard but consistency darling that's the key i just keep it moving thank you hey good evening this is ice um i'm a talent agent um a music international music agent i produce concerts and tours all over the world and when i think of africa i think of sheila o we're the same age We've been both working our butts off the last 20 years to produce some amazing concerts and tours. I'll tell you, I've got some great stories, but um, Sheila's worked with the best of them. And it's one thing to say you've worked with the best of them. It's another thing to say, to say that you've brought the best of them to Africa. Mariah Carey, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, Kanye West. I don't <laughs> J. Cole, I mean, it, the list goes on and on. So my question for Sheila is in reference to Nigeria's Nigeria's uh, presence in the world. Is Nigeria going to emerge as the third great world superpower fighting for the gold medal? 
you know, partnering up with the United States culturally and China economically? Or will it be competing with America culturally and competing with China economically? There's really no great reason why China and, uh, and the United States need to, um, you know, need to uh, not look at Nigeria as their main competitor, both in population and, and in um, GDP, or now with Afrobeat culture. culture. So I'm just curious. I, I look forward to maybe a time in our future, our children's future, grand, grandchildren's future, where Nigeria emerges as the world's superpower, and I'm interested in hearing your perspective on that. Thanks. Whoa, that was a real deep question. Thank you so much for that, um, Ice. How far? How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Okay, I'd like to answer this question in two folds, all right? The first one is, would Nigeria ever match up to being a world-leading country in the very near future, uh, matching up to the likes of China, the Western world, UK, US, Russia, you know? the powers that be you know the answer is yes it can it can do that and i'm gonna tell you why i say yes yes in the sense that nigeria is a country that is made up of all kinds of intellect i mean i'm talking about intellect from different sectors uh the business sector economical sector social sector entertainment sports um science you know doctors you name it you know look at now the very first uh, woman in african to head the world trade organization is okonjo iwala salute boss and she's nigerian the richest man in africa uh Elijah Dangote, again, is Nigeria, Nigerian, salute boss. One of the highest players in the NBA, uh, Giannis, who's kind of going toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, LeBron James. I mean, forgive me, but it's the, it's the truth. He's Nigerian. I could just go on. The list is endless. There's so many that I haven't even mentioned. The, the, the guys that recently just sold, uh, they own a company called Paystack, and they sold to Swipe for 400 million US dollars. Tech. Nigerians, you know, I could go on and on. So many that we don't even know. The guy that owns the Gatwick Airport in England, Nigerian. You know, I could just go on. So many. But the problem there is, okay, we have all this intellect, but then we have a very bad government. And that's the truth. If you have intellect and bad government, they don't go together. Because what's happening is this, yeah? The government that we have are currently really old school corrupt and don't want the young to be great in the sense that it keeps circling leadership they keep circling power so even if they appoint you and give you a position because you're a young person and you're aspiring to do great things you're still going to be a puppet because you're not allowed to do what you want to do so as far as i'm concerned until that corruption disappears and we're able to have a voice we're able to really practice real democracy where they say we're democratic but we don't have a voice you know like the nsars movement you know I want to say something i think this hope just because of how you know resilient the youth of nigeria are today kudos to them for the nsas movement you know kudos to them for wanting to go out there and actually speak up for their rights regardless of what happens to them but until we're able to get rid of the old government okay and the old ways of doing things in nigeria i don't know how soon we can measure up to the western world but we have the potentials, we have the population, and we have the heart, and we have the gift, and we have the intellect, okay? Like I said, in every industry, all right, search deep, there's a Nigerian somewhere there representing Africa as a whole, all right? But until that time happens, we have a long way to go, and that's a fact. Thanks, guys.
never think that Afrobeats would ever get to the same power as hip hop. And do you think it would get there or do you think it would take over? Because the two journeys are cultures and lifestyle now. Yes. Dancehall kind of, no disrespect, yes. has kind of withered away. Yes. I don't see them in the charts no more. We struggle to play it. I mm -hmm. had that question with Sean Paul as well. And he spoke his truth. Mm. It's all about Afrobeats now. Do you think Afrobeats is going to get to that same platform as the hip hop? As hip hop? Because the same kind of story. I think the mistake we make here is that we're black people. Nigeria is the most populous black nation on, on the face of the planet. True. Word. We give back to hip hop. True. Word. Afrobeats give back to hip hop. You know, people, a lot of people just don't deep things. If you really deep Jay-Z and these guys and everybody doing it big here, they came from here. So true. It's home. They came from here. We mm -hmm. are Africa. We are E-pop. We are music. That's right. Everything started from here. So whatever shade it is, the music has fall to, because that's why I don't like genre. Mm -hmm. I don't like the term genre. I feel like genre is like a box. Putting in a box like you know, that. It's like yes. when people say, what kind of music do you make? <laughs> yeah. Is it jollof or eba or chicken? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. music should, that genre. It's universal, it should be spree. It's a spirit. You know, that's what's stopping our music from actually reaching the world because somebody said, oh, it's not on the level of e-pop. Whereas we're the godfather of e-pop. So, a lot I think of... you've just answered my next question. I was going to ask you about the disconnect between African Americans and Africans, and you're right. Once you take it, yep. I understand that you're from here, and yeah. this is Afrobeat is really your music. Yeah, like that you wouldn't be trying to like you, you wouldn't be struggling. We like, just you know, we just need to, to do it. Well, we also just need to do it in an in a very authentic manner. Yeah, African music is 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 grown so much over the years. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the legends, you know, the people who have been doing tours in America where there was no press covering it in Nigeria, you know? So, um, yeah, I would no say that, media. Yep, <laughs> I would say that, um, I'm happy at where we are right now. You know, there's no pressure to prove anything to anyone in the world anymore. Cause as it stands, there's nobody else on the face of the planet that's making better music than Afrobeats right now. No, um, I stand to be corrected, but no. period. With a T. Period. You know, I play music worldwide. Mm -hmm. I, I've traveled worldwide. Had everything, and it's not even because I'm here. At some point, R&B music was killing it worldwide. Oh yeah, better than anybody, anything yeah. else, and they're yeah. still killing it. Yeah. But as today stands, Afrobeat, and it's not just you know when we say Afrobeat, there's a lot of music on that. It's not a genre. Yeah. And it doesn't sound a particular way. Yeah. So. How did Thank you stay you financially viable, you know, all through the year, 2020 years, your streams? What, what were you doing while COVID was hitting hard and you didn't have no live shows? What were you doing? Yo, that was extremely hard, to be honest with you. And I think that it's not being talked about. Artists didn't see this coming. Yeah. A lot yeah. of the businesses was ruined. Tours were canceled. Yeah. Nobody's calling anybody to compensate anybody. Yeah. Even the government are not thinking about how are these guys living though? Yeah. It's like everybody thinks of the banker and the lawyers. Nobody thinks about the DJs yeah. who make a living from going to the clubs every day. Yes. Like yeah. people think clubs is just for having fun. No, mm. it's not just for having it's fun. Therapy. There are people that work there. Yes, yeah, that have families that they are feeding. It's still tough, regardless, you know, because money is not everything, no. and a lot of people always fail to get that. Yeah, a lot of people that make music, the biggest wealth that they have is their fans making people happy. Yeah. 
being able to perform in front of people. Some people will make you love the song you're listening to better when you see them perform it live. So true. Because a soul can come into the performance and yeah. you. I've heard so many songs that I never liked until I saw the artist deliver it. Mm -hmm. Leo, it? I am so glad to have you. Thank, thank you so you. much for passing through thank the Afrosome show with your girl Sheila. Oh, She's thank always. you so much for hanging out with us on How Far. Guys, you already know how we do what we do. Afrozone is the only nationally syndicated Afrobeat show. We'll be playing all spin-offs, jams for you on radio. You already know what to do. And of course, we're also here in Lagos, Nigeria on Hit TV every Friday and Monday, 10.30 p.m. GMT plus one. Is Africa to the world. I'm signing out. Sheila Ose, stay Whoa. positive, spread love, tell bad energy to stay far away. Spin off. Yes, boss. One love, baby. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Checking in, it's your girl, Sheila O. How far? What's up? What's going? How you all doing? Hope you all keeping safe. 